0: Germany Sasha Ross Mueller welcome good to connect
1: It's a pleasure being on air with you uh, on air with uh, Alana and Hendrik and Red Eyes uh, the both uh, who are ruling the resistance airwaves of nationalism
0: <laughs> Thank you well we are trying and you yourself are doing quite a bit over in Germany you've held various offices in politics today you're a member of the European party it's called the Alliance for Peace and Freedom you're a member of Europa Terra Nostra, chairman of NPD in Bavaria, and a freelance journalist, so you're a busy guy. Also the author of a couple books, Europe Contra EU, Let's Break Away from the Brussels, which we'll discuss, and also another book, actually. And uh, it's, it's an excellent short read that really you know outlines simple policies, I think, that can save the West. It's all really good stuff. But first, tell us about all these groups that you're a part of.
1: Yes, I'm uh, politica, politically active since my early youth. Uh, I remember my my first uh, public uh, political speech in a in a marketplace, in the city center, I had done uh, when I was uh, 18 years young. Wow. So I, I, I started at a very early stage of my life, uh, being interested in politics and getting uh, motivated uh, to actively getting engaged in, in, in politics. And uh, very early, I uh, got in contact also to the youth organization of the National Democrats uh, here in Germany. And uh, it, it's developed that uh, I took the yeah, the, the, the stages in, uh, with some offices within this, uh, this party. From uh, the end of the 90s and the beginning of the 2000 years, I was uh, then uh, chairman of the youth organization of uh, Germany, uh, the Young National Democrats uh, this time. And nowadays, nowadays I'm uh, still a board member of MPD and the chairman of the Bavarian MPD, but I'm also uh, active with the Alliance uh, for Peace and Freedom it's a platform of uh, various uh, political parties of Europe and the uh, close to this uh, platform connected uh, foundation called uh, Europa Terra Nostra which is also the publisher of my two uh, two books we will uh, speak a little bit about today also and uh, that's, uh, that's it in short uh, to my uh, yeah, political history biography.
0: Now, before we really get to the heart of things, I want to know, have you always been more nationalistic? Because in Germany, you know, you guys have dealt with years of, you know, anti-German programming and pro-communist messages. So have you always been on this page or what got you on this page?
1: It uh, When I was about, I think, uh, 13 or 14 years, I, I started not only reading uh uh, about sports in the daily newspapers, uh, I, I started uh, at least reading a little bit more of the, the headlines, and very as, as very early stages as a teenager, I, I began reading uh, party manifestos. I, I think that's really um, a little bit strange uh, in, in comparison uh, to uh, nowadays. Uh, Teeny teenagers, but I really read uh, some uh, party manifestos, and uh, I felt being more inclined in uh, yeah patriotic lines. But uh, the last incentive was uh, getting uh, acqu- personally acquainted uh, to to active people, to active nationalists, and uh, yeah, and then the politi- political political. Uh, career if you can call it a career <laughs> take its course
0: <laughs> now how would you say things are going in germany so far i mean we're covering all kinds of things but in terms of nationalism rising i know you guys deal with your fair share of defamation banning censorship i mean there really is the stasi is back now how are things yes. in germany <laughs> this year so uh, far?
1: yes that's uh, unfortunately unfortunately that's uh, really true uh, at, at the moment we see that uh, they are uh, sabotaging uh, democracy uh, here in, in in Germany if you do a look what's happened in in uh, Thuringia uh, mm-hmm. they, they 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 scrap democracy it's not it's it's not any longer uh, democracy what's practiced here in Germany it's really what you call democracy uh, it's uh, it has nothing to do uh, with uh, the the what, what you think about uh, democracy and uh, normally and uh, for since years uh, we have the problem of the foreign infiltration, we have the problem with, uh, with a debt crisis uh, in, in the states. We, we have the problem of a lacking self-determination because of uh, Brussels EU and uh, th- this all uh, got worse and worse uh, at least since uh, 2015 with mass uh, immigration and uh the problem is you can't uh, discuss this uh, very uh, vital essential topics uh, publicly without uh, becoming a victim of uh political correctness not only political correctness uh, it, it's more and more that you are facing uh hard uh, repression that's uh, that's the problem here in in germany it's uh, has nothing, nothing in common uh, with uh, free speech anymore.
0: Yeah, it's outrageous. I I can't even believe it. Sometimes I wonder, how how are they going to get out of this? Because they also, I know like other places in Europe, try and ban political parties even. I just wonder, what's it going to take for Germans? And a lot of people say that about Sweden and and everywhere else too. What's it going to take for people to actually get sick and tired and, and do something politically?
1: Yes, that's right. They also tried to ban uh, NPD. They they tried to ban NPD. Uh, it was uh, in the year 2003, and uh, they also tried it. It was in the beginning of uh, 2017, and uh, it's uh, it's scandalous uh, that they fix it uh, on uh, on our uh, uh, loyalty to ethnicity. So. Uh, we, we were faced, we were confronted uh, before the uh, Supreme Court uh, and they are accusing us of being against the, the Constitution, uh, but uh, there is an, they forgot that uh, over years and years or over decades, although uh, this Constitution uh, had a responsibility for the Germans, for the the biological germans for their ethnicity and it's it's everything thrown overboard in the in the re, in the recent years and they uh, they forget that there is an i would call it a pre-constitutional element in jurisdiction or in politics because you have to question for whom is a constitution and who legitimizes a constitution this is the 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 peoples of a land of 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 a nation of a state, and that has to do with self determination also of uh, ethnicity. Uh, it's 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 nothing it's nothing normal anymore in this country.
0: Nope, and it's, it's and it's it's racist and supremacist and Nazi to say you know Germany for the Germans or Europe belongs to European, but it is our content is our continent. You know we can't all migrate somewhere else. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yep. And then today, I mean, they're using mass immigration as a weapon. As we know this, uh, that is how warfare is happening. It's not violent like it like it used to be. The big weapon is immigration. And without a doubt, you know, we need a European coalition of nationalists all across Europe. I know that you're working on that uh, when it comes to, you know, trying to bring everyone together. So let's talk about that, versus a, a true European Union, which you were trying to work on versus the EU version, because a lot of people hear European Union and they they try and say that, oh, well, we are pro-European when they are, in fact, the complete opposite. So let's discuss that.
1: I would state that uh, this European, U- Brussels-led European Union is uh, Europhobic in reality. It has nothing in common uh, with uh, with Occidental Europe. Uh, we, have, uh, to, to, uh, reorganize, uh, we have to to reorganise. We have to reorganise Europe from the bottom, or at least from from the the development since uh, 1993. Uh, it's the year of the the Maastricht uh, Treaty, and uh, we have to understand that there won't be any longer a Europe in future without uh, the most important thing that defines Europe. And that's not only a continent, a soil, or a landscape, or a nature, that's most of all uh, a, a typical kind of of, of, of man, uh, the, 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 the Euro, Europe, anthropological European uh, kind of, of, of man that defines uh, Europe most. And uh, Europe has its own I say diversity or its variety, but all those uh, antifas, uh, multiculturalists, uh, all these uh, protagonists of uh, foreign infiltration, who are talking about uh, diversity, that's that's not diversity what they promote. That's only a melting pot. It's a synchronized a uh, melting pot without specific characters, without specific. Uh, traditional uh, tribes and ethnicities, uh, there won't be left any Europe anymore. And there won't be any Europe if you uh, transport uh, the whole of uh, Africa or Asia uh, into into the European continent. Uh, That's most important to understand, I think.
0: And it's, it's an absolute act of hate. I mean, if this was happening to any other people in the world, they would cry genocide, you know. But when it happens to us, it's diversity, it's multiculturalism. Well, I wanted to go a little deeper because you talk about in the book Richard Kalergi, which a lot of people in our scene are familiar with, who really is credited as the father of the European Union, laying down a lot of the framework. And then also Martin Schulz, who was the former president of the EU parliament, who said the goal was to make a United States of Europe. And no, you don't want that, right? is basically watering down european diversity making it a blob of the same no offense americans but that is what has happened to america and then with that comes a loss of language and culture and tradition and so on so then your culture basically becomes the the shopping mall like that's what's happened in america but of course kalergi you know the father of the european union the ideas took it much further he was wanting a new european man one that is Mixed race man of the future, right? Who is Afro and Asian and a, and a European blend, right? So let's talk about that. Do you think that ultimately that is what these elites are after and why?
1: I I fear, I fear it, it, it is that it is so. Uh, why? It's a point. Uh, I, I would be completely wrong if I reach uh, a point to understand this. This is not understandable uh, of a... a a healthy person, I would say, of a intellectual, uh, healthy person, and uh, the 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 problem is, I think that they need this uh, melting pot type, because it uh, it's easier to rule for them if they have this a uh, type without its uh, specific characters. If you have leveled everything, uh, you have leveled, you have mixed the people. You have leveled, have leveled the, the culture without any uh, traditional roots and only with consumerist behavior. Then uh, it, it's easy uh, for for the ruling class. It's it's easy for the I call it establishment. I don't want to talk about elites because elite is something uh, something more and something better than only a mainstream or an establishment. Uh, and so they they have their their political supremacy and. Uh, nothing to do and in common with democracy and if you look to uh, nowadays brussels uh, european union it's a supranational centralized institution uh, which is uh, eroding all the lower uh, regional levels that define the the real uh, typical diversity of europe and another another problem is uh, that uh, When I'm speaking uh, about Europe, I'm thinking about the whole Europe and not only a part of uh, of Europe. And that's a problem because of uh, this uh, Western uh, governments and this uh, Western policy uh, inciting a a new uh, Cold War. They are they are splitting uh, Europe again.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that, that,
1: that all the, the, the problems uh, within this uh, this continent.
0: Yeah, the European Union is not our friend. We are not pro the EU. We are truly pro the European people. And if you're pro the European people, you are a nationalist, right? You support the sovereign nations, the ethnic diversity and the rich history. The EU is an enemy of that. In fact, it seems that they hate their own people, that they're doing everything to take away their freedom and to destroy them as a people and to open up the borders and bring them in. It just amazes me how they remain and they have that kind of level of power and that they get away with it. It, you know.
1: it's, it's a counter for uh, globalist corporations, uh, which are in need for uh, yeah you know, uh, low wage workers. That's all, and, and that's why they need this uh, this, this uh, melting pot uh, without uh, specific characters uh, for uh, directing them in, in in this direction. Which I want to have the the, uh, the masses.
0: And the funny thing is, they don't work as we see in Germany. <laughs> they come in yeah. and they definitely don't go to work. So that's. Yeah. That's not yeah, even true, you they, know.
1: They won't. They won't save our pensions. We have. No. <laughs> uh We have a, a catastrophe of uh, demographical decline. Uh, society is growing and old, older and older, and uh, they uh, they tell us uh, because of this we would need uh, the, the the people uh, the the unskilled people from Africa. Yeah, to
0: the, save you. Yeah. The, exactly.
1: the, the unskilled people from Africa, or which are coming then with. Uh, they're they are saying they're 16 years, but in reality they're 25, yeah. 30, 35 years old. Uh, how long should they work and contribute? They even don't be able to speak our language, uh, haven't made any apprenticeship. How long should they work, that uh, they should be useful for our pensions, should they work until they're 97 years old? That's arithmetical uh, that's nonsense.
0: It's such a joke. I just don't even know how people buy this nonsense. It's ridiculous. But the fact is, you know, Europe has survived communism, mass wars. I mean, we've served Germany's hell, you know, Germany has been through hell and back and has built itself back and still one of the richest countries in the world. You know, you can survive all kinds of uh, violence even, but we can't survive, as we've seen in history, demographic displacement, as we see in Rome and all these other places where that where that has happened. That is absolutely difficult to recover from. Would you agree?
1: And that will, infect culture and that will uh, also uh, an impact on uh, the economy. Uh, uh, Some weeks ago, I I saw a a documentary. It was about this earthquake 15 years ago, I think, in in, in Hawaii. They showed the pictures uh, from uh, today. Still a lot of ruins and anything. And uh, I told them to my son, look at this. There was an earthquake, uh, shivering three or four days. The earth, and uh, they got uh, in this small country uh, billions of dollars for help. And 15 years later, uh, there are always there are still ruins. And I remember there was in history a country the whole world uh, was was bombing this country, and after this war, uh, nearly all the men were were dead or were in, in, in uh, imprisonment as, as war prisoners and yeah. uh, only, only uh, nine years later there was this economic miracle made by the women mostly and the last 11 men who was not dead or not uh, war prisoners uh, has been a, a world champion of football. Uh, that's the difference. And because okay. this difference is lying in a, in a typical uh, kind of, of, of man and you, you won't have uh, this uh, typical ethnicity or these ethnicities in, 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 in future Europe if you, uh, if, if you uh, promote this, uh, this melting pot uh, policy, which our nowadays establishment does.
0: Now, if you go back to the root, I know one of the, I should say first, one of the big messages in your book is no more wars in Europe, right? Nationalists of all European countries unite. And and it's true. And I think that, you know, obviously for centuries we fought each other and it seems like we're stuck in a cycle of communism and liberalism and nationalist forces, you know, kind of fighting back and forth. So in your view, how did we get here? (laughs) That's a big one.
1: That's, that's a very interesting uh, topic because uh, if we look to the uh, policy of the that who, uh, that who are promoting this, uh, ma- this mass migrations, uh, they, they cause mass migrations also by, uh, by uh, ra- uh, raising conflicts and, 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 and doing uh, and, and warmongering and so on. And I think uh, for uh, the success of nationalism. It's very important that we show the people that we are uh, in, in times of repression, of political uh, correctness, of uh, uh, scrapping free speech. We are the ones who should lead the civil rights movement, and we are the real uh, movement, a peace, a peace movement. We, from the right wing, we should we shouldn't uh, allow that only the the, the nowadays multicultural left-wings uh, claim these uh, etiquettes for themselves. It's, uh, uh, these are a very important topic uh, for us.
0: Yeah, they've stolen the words peace and love and freedom and unity, and they're actually the opposite of that. Exactly. It's people like us that are trying to prevent violence and prevent chaos and prevent hardship it's people like us who actually love our people and want our people to be free right exactly they just take all the words all these pretty words and they do all these ugly things with them and just say but 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 diversity you know just to shut you down because you can't be against you know love and unity and tolerance right <laughs> it's a dirty trick they play
1: if if uh if the European nations and European peoples engage in, in, in war, they're only, they're, there is no winner anymore. There are only, only losers. And uh, what makes me really angry is if uh, young German soldiers, for example, uh, are, are sent to Afghanistan and are, are sent uh, to, to, to Libya, are sent to Syria and then every uh, corner of the windrows, and at, at the same time, uh, from from these from these areas, uh, young men are, are flowing in, into our into our country, uh, in, into Germany. Uh, the, in 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 Syria, uh, the, the women have, have have won the war because a lot of Syrians are here in Germany. And uh, we should send our young soldiers. We have a demographic bro- problem; uh, society is growing older and older. and We are sending our soldiers and uh, the whole world, uh, uh, fighting wars. That's that's terrible. And uh, the only one uh, who are opposing strictly against this here in Germany is all the are also the nationalists, the right, the right wing parties. And so we are the leadership of the real and the true uh, peace movement.
0: That's right. Same in America it's the nationalists the identity the true nationalists the identitarians are the only ones who are against america's foreign policy and going overseas yep. and toppling governments the the left the fake conservatives they all support this garbage you know but as we know too yes we shouldn't be meddling in these countries but it's also used as an excuse to bring in all these people into our countries and then even people that come in and say, well, your people ruined my country, so I'm going to come in and ruin yours. I mean, we actually hear people say that in, in England, right, or revenge for war yeah. or some kind of colonialism or something. And that's why as nationalists, we want we just want our people to stay home and just care about home. Right.
1: Yes. And and uh, it's it um, also doesn't make any sense in in uh, in economical terms. If you have a. Uh, Different developments of the the various economies. Uh, it isn't helpful if you uh, take from an economy in a lower level. You take the young uh, and uh, workforce and and the skilled workers because of the, the the free movement of the European Union. How should how should uh, this country? How should Romania, for example, uh, uh, develop? Uh, if all the, the, the high-skilled uh, engineers or, or, or doctors uh, or, or are ca- coming, uh, for example, uh, to Germany because they are better paid here. And and we then uh, have uh, paid contributions to Brussels to help uh, the economy. For example, in, in Romania, we can uh, took also other examples. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, it, it only would make sense uh, if we say, okay, when we have a strong national economy, and uh, it's uh, peaceful to live in a, a neighborhood if also the, uh, the economy of the neighbor country is in a good condition, and uh, because of our strength, we help. Okay, but it mustn't be an automatism. We can say we help, temporarily. you get some uh, subsidies, uh, we, we support you, but as long as we support you, no skilled worker or other workforce is leaving your country because it's needed there yeah. in this country. And we have to organize our economy by our own. That would be a much more uh, sensible economic development and I'm sure also a more peaceful development.
0: Yep. It's funny, I always joke around like the, the Merkels. you know, she, she, she must think she's a white supremacist, right? She can just take in the whole world and all these Germans can just lift everyone up and end poverty and work for all these people and provide for them but of course that's not what happens yeah. what happens is it will turn Germany into a third world country because as we know poverty is like a, a black hole it just never ends and it just keeps coming and coming in waves right she
1: she she tears she tears down the uh, the, the country borders but uh, herself she has uh, Security around her and uh, her door at home—I'm uh, sure very, very often locked up. Uh, <laughs> we, why does she lock up the door? If 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 borders are no more adi- no more adequate nowadays, why is she running around with security and locking up their doors?
0: They all do, Macron too, right? All these uh, big pro-open borders activists—you have them in America too. They all live in these gated communities, have lots of money, lots of security. This is. It's what it is. It's always the hypocrisy.
1: And, and, and I, I, uh, if I'm correctly informed, uh, uh, some uh, anti-fascists in America are as crazy that are not only disparage uh, uh, Lana Loktev as a white supremacist. I have heard they even have the black Candace Owens accused. <laughs> yeah, of white she's, she's
0: the new face of white nationalism, haven't you heard? <laughs> I mean, this is how this is how absurd it really is here.
1: It's it, it it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, they,
0: they have these white supremacist witch hunts, That's like like
1: well, precarious.
0: I just saw, happened to see today when I was looking at the news. There was a, a hearing in Congress about weeding out white supremacists in the military. I mean, it's just utter witch hunts. Just yeah, where are yeah. these white supremacists boogeymen—they're everywhere, you know. Even housewives. The New York Times even wrote this big piece called "The Housewives of White Supremacy," and it was talking about me and basically several of my girlfriends who stay home and bake cookies and have kids. You know, ooh, <laughs> the horror! You know, uh, oh it's,
1: it's accused of of, of being old-fashioned. That's... But but then I, I I asked why 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 should uh, Europeans uh, go old-fashioned? They in their... In their daily work, uh, to that uh, for uh, earning the money and paying by the the, te- the taxes, uh, the state's funds, uh, of which uh, all the, the foreign uh, mass Im- immigrants are uh, get subsidies. Then that's uh, then they so should also stop going old-fashioned to work. Uh, we we should. St- generally strike for some weeks. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Just not paying to. And then the other thing is places like Germany say, oh, our birth rate is so low, you know. On one hand, they rejoice about that, right? Yay, their birth rate, you know, those Nazis, you know, finally going to disappear. And then on the other hand, they say, well, we need all these immigrants to come in, as we were talking about earlier, to take care of you because our birth rate is low. But God forbid they have any family policy like Hungary, right, to to boost the birth rate, because that would be Nazism, right? I mean, you guys yeah. have Nazi panic over there, like about everything. <laughs> yeah.
1: and our our own childrens uh, uh, need uh, to send to integration schools for learning the their hometown language. Uh, they, they learn it from uh, from small up. That's uh, it's it's insane in this policy. And if you look at the from the the countries or uh, the most uh, immigrants uh, uh, come. Uh, if you look at the population uh, explosion, for example, in the, at the in the African uh, continent, uh, I think, if I'm correctly informed, we are about 500 or 600 million inhabitants in uh, in the European Union. Uh, within uh, or until 2050, or within uh, uh, until the, the end of this uh, century. Um, there, there will be uh, more than two and a half billion people on the black continent. Yeah. Uh, how should how should it work to solve this the problem of uh, exponential population explosion uh, by transforming them to the uh, with the highest density density populated European continent? That's uh, the, the, I the, the promoters of this mass migration. Uh, didn't uh, uh, learn what's uh, in in mathematics what's an an, an exponential growth I think
0: nor do they talk about things like overpopulation and overuse of resources and uh, the harm on the environment of mass migration i mean this used to be things that german environmentalists used to talk about now everyone's yes. just turned their back on that right now now we are the true environmentalists it's not greta Thunberg, you know and all their <laughs> got end colonialism that's going to help the environment when it's uh, white people who are the ones who care at the same time i saw that her movement was attacked for being too white and people were walking away from it so doesn't that just prove that white europeans care more about the environment
1: <gasps> I, I can't understand uh, like uh adult politicians uh clap hands uh, to the accusations of this uh, of, of, of this uh, teenager as a of this very affected of this is this, this the mincing kind of these accusations and then and, and adult uh, people and scientists are uh, clapping hands that's uh wow. I, I don't know if they uh they have perhaps they have a, a kind of uh sugar daddy pedophile masochistic yeah touch who knows I, <laughs> I wouldn't I,
0: be surprised in those. They, they,
1: uh, <laughs> That, that that's not uh, that's not uh, a discussion point for politics anymore. Uh, we should uh, recommend them uh, going to a, to a psychologist or to a doctor, I think.
0: <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit more about the the Alliance for Peace and Freedom. Now, what are some of the things that you guys want and how are you trying to achieve some of those things? because if you google you you know you google in english and you look up some of these parties it's all just defamatory stuff that comes up so we don't actually get the true story and in fact several of these websites are blocked on the english side you have to use a vpn to even go get the true information
1: yeah the uh, alliance for peace and freedom and as well uh, the foundation uh, europa terra nostra they uh, they are Important networking uh, political institutions. We try to uh, connect uh, political activists all over Europe, or even more than all over Europe globally, and especially in Europe, it's uh, it's a uh, very important uh, target uh, to uh, make uh, persons acquainted with one another, with the aim uh, to. Uh, uh, how should I describe it uh, in, in the European history between countries and unfortunately, often uh, concerning uh, neighboring countries, uh, you have some historic burdens. And uh, for a long time, uh, this historic burdens uh, were the problem in uh, because why uh, the nationalists of different countries uh, didn't connect uh, in the way they should. The the liberalists, the internationalists, the globalists, the multiculturalists, they are all globally connected and uh, because of this uh, a a strong force. And we all all always were fighting separately. And uh, we want to begin a discussion within European nationalists to make clear that uh, if we... uh, discuss until the, the Saints' Day, all uh, historical burdens or historical uh, problems, then uh, we will be the loser in in, uh, in the future development. And there won't be any country who will be the winner in, in Europe. If you take, for example, uh, uh, a hot topic over years and years was between Polish and German nationalists because of the burden of world war and because of uh, some uh, areas like Silesia where my, grand, uh, my, my grandfather uh, uh, was born in Breslau, for example. But uh, if Polish nationalists and German nationalists will always uh, refuse talking uh, to another, uh, cooperating, we are both against globalism. We are both against the capitalism. We we stand we but we stand both up for, for traditional values. Uh, we stand both up for uh, fami- families, and uh, we we are against uh, mass migration and Islamization of Europe. But we don't uh, cooperate because of this historic burden, and so we have. Perhaps we have to uh, make a a quantum leap, we have to learn that we say if Europe will lose as a whole and if Europe won't be any longer Europe because of um, foreign infiltration, then this Silesia also will be an area which will be lost. It will be lost as well for Germans and as well for Polish. The Polans are the losers, the, the Germans are the losers, Silesia is losing. And uh, our generation, and uh, it's decades back when uh, when we had these historic problems, our generation has to look in the future and has to see if we both uh, love this uh, with, uh, with conflict, historic conflicts burdened areas. If the... Polish love it, which are living there, and if Germans love it because our grandfathers, our ancestors have been living there, then the fact is we both love it and we both want to defend it in the Occidental, in line with the Occidental heritage. And this this must be a platform to begin to start talking with one another. And I think that's a very, uh, very important issue. And that's a very important aim, and that's one of the of the the programs and one of the challenges uh, the Alliance of Peace and Freedom and Europa Nostra wants to cope with.
0: Yeah, that's that's wonderful, and this includes also. Uh, bridges between Russia and Germany, which, of course, yes, of we course. know the, the World War history, folks. We know all these things, but it's time to put that aside, right, especially amongst nationalists. Exactly. I mean, all our countries are at stake here. There's no use in fighting about things that happened 100, 200, 300, 400 years ago now, you know. I mean, honestly, it didn't have anything to deal with us, so we have to move past those things. I also know, too, that wasn't Nick Griffin he met uh, with Assad. I, I know you guys also meet with people from non-European countries that are also nationalists nationalist movements, right?
1: Yes, 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 of course. It was uh, Nick Griffin and it was Roberto Fiore, it's the president of the Alliance of Peace and Freedom, uh, the chairman of Forza Nova in Italy, and uh, they have been several times uh, in, in Syria, and uh, as I did it, I, I think it was last year, as I did an interview with you for uh, of the newspaper Deutsche Stimme, I also did uh, a few months ago, an interview with uh, a Syrian partisan girl uh, for the Deutsche Stimme. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the contacts are really uh, globally because uh, they have to be globally because them, because uh, the geopolitical frame framework, which has a great impact on the, uh, the development in on the European continent, is often outside uh, the European continent. We uh, we see a lot of uh, proxy wars, geo- geopolitical uh, conflicts, which are, which are fought outside Europe, but uh, has uh, strange cons- consequences for Europe. So I think we have uh, we have to look to to have a, a an, 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 an broader scope and broader look of all the. The geo, also the geopolitical uh, developments around the world especially when we see that we uh, we are in a, a period unfortunately in a period of uh, a cold War dot uh, 2.0 uh, the second Cold War that's uh, that's terrible the the deep state in in, in the deep state in Washington orders um, to Brussels to uh, a sanction policy uh, against Russia and uh, the, European, uh, the European economy, especially the German economy, uh, gets uh, hardly harmed and inflicted uh, because of this. And that's, uh, that's uh, a long-standing historic threat in uh, uh, the geopolitical uh, strategy uh, to separate especially Germany and Russia mm-hmm. and uh, we see like uh, in history that uh, the geopolitical strategists the transatlanticists uh, try to do the separation also uh, by uh, instrumentalizing uh, for example Poland and that makes it uh, so important that uh, for my opinion that German nationalists uh, try to get in contact with Polish and not uh, uh, put uh, put oil in this in in, in this fire because uh, we uh, we have uh, we otherwise we, we experience the same problems again. Uh, we uh, in, on, in the contrary we have to uh, we have hardly to do everything to get in a dialogue with Polish nationalists to do a talk with them that they don't have to fear always a conspiracy against them. Mm-hmm if nationalists in Russia and Germany trying to get in good connection with one another. That we accept also the Polish national sovereignty and that Poland is a nation and a country with an importance and with a geopolitical regional weight, but history showed that they in the end always have been left in the lurch by the wrong allies and that history has showed that no country can succeed in a confrontation with two strong neighbor countries. And so it's important that we uh, connect Berlin, Washington, Moscow as European nationalists.
0: Absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. There needs to be a global network because (laughs) the globalists certainly have their global network and they thrive on disunity they don't count on us being unified, right, to combat these things. I mean, I'd like to see a worldwide network. I mean, I hear from people in Asian countries and other non-European countries who are nationalists who 100% support us and are against the left, against a lot of these globalist values. So I would like to see this to be a big global movement because we're going to need all the people we can get to fight their global movement. Except Zionists, I wouldn't add them in the category. (laughs) I don't don't think that they're really going to be our friends so much. It seems that they only care about their own piece of land over there.
1: Yes, I, 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 I think that's a fact. And and we will uh, we will can uh, put the rule to the test in uh, uh, observing the development uh, in regard of the so-called century deal uh, of uh, I won't say uh, primarily of uh, Donald Trump, but more of Jared Kushner, I fear. And uh, uh it's not. It's not a deal in, in my eyes. It's more a unilateral, uh, a unilateral uh, treaty uh, dictated uh, by uh, Israel. Uh, but what we have to see is that uh, cultural areas haven't been developed for the purpose of uh, be, uh, being liquidated in course of a unilateral, defined capitalist, imperialistic process. Of convergence, called globalization. That's that's I think is a, a very a very important uh, a, a topic uh, we have uh, we have to we have to explain, and that we, that we nationalists uh, globally have here close their ranks. And I only can hope that a lot of Polish nationalists will see uh, this video when a, a German a German nationalist as I am with ancestors of uh, Silesia which is uh, in nowadays Poland also uh, is trying to giving the hand for a dialogue, for a a, a cooperation about the topics which are most important in current times and uh, that we can make this uh, connection uh, Berlin washington moscow and not uh, let us uh, divide again uh, it's it's the parallel no more brother wars in europe
0: that's right that's, that's really important and your book talks about that tell us a bit about this book by the way and where people can get it
1: perhaps a good english-speaking polish nationalist is able to translate it into polish
0: <laughs> that would be great
1: <laughs> more I'll interesting would be uh, my, my second book, but first of all, I, I have to try to uh, to translate it into English. But most important would be that the other book of me, of uh, the it's uh, called uh, the In English, would it be called the geopolitical sea change, multipolarity instead of uh, imperialism? that uh, this book would be translated into Russia, into Russian language. That would be, I think. And the preface for this book is, was written by Professor Alexander Dugin. And uh, But I, I have to find someone who can uh, translate it into Russian. Uh, perhaps I'll try to learn Russian. Uh, That's a language hard
0: language. By myself,
1: but it will, it will take a little bit of time. I've already—I have to admit—I've already bought a, a book for for uh, self-learning Russian, but uh, nice. it's, i think it's not easy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, the thing—the thing with Russia—it seems like a, a lot of you know, speaking in terms of like Poland and other places. Obviously, the Red—the Red, the red Terror—that was awful, <laughs> but people still think that Russia today is communist. You know there are people that yeah. are, or they're still hung up on that communist past and don't realize the that people, a lot of the people, the people today are different you know the,
1: the people also think that the western europe uh, europe and the eu is is liberal and yeah. that it is a uh, is totalitarian
0: yeah exactly exactly i think
1: it's more liberal in eastern europe it's i think it's more liberal in in, in russia than it is in 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 germany yeah.
0: i'm sure <laughs> liberalism the true you, sense of freedom i guess yeah
1: if you look what you've seen in Thuringia, that uh, there, there was voted a prime minister by uh, the votes of the uh, of a uh, uh, right conservative conservative party, and then Merkel uh, gives the order: uh, we have uh, to, we have to correct this vote. Uh, in 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 other countries, in in development countries, uh, there there have been uh, military invasions of the 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 western community if if uh, comparable things happened and in germany they want to declare us that's uh, the the great art of democracy it's it's it, it's crazy
0: sasha you also have a talk i don't want to forget to promote this in sweden so tell us about this
1: yes uh it's uh, i think it's in the end of february i think 29th of 29th, uh
0: yeah.
1: yeah 29th of february i had as an invitation uh, for uh, for an event in Sweden uh, I have to admit that I uh, first of all have to do uh, a call to Dan Eriksson uh, what exactly are the topics <laughs> that they are, want I should uh, speak mostly about but I think it's not only a uh, speak it's more than a an, an, an discussion uh, a round of discussion I think it would also be about the topics of my books and, and, and anything else but uh i don't know how how long i can speak uh, half an hour one hour two hours three hours i don't know <laughs> and, and and what if they uh, want to have some uh, some special specific issues
0: probably uh, they're, well they're but, doing but, some great stuff up there though uh, you'll be amongst uh, some good men so
1: yes i'm i i uh, some of the others I, I i don't know personally but i i have read about them uh, uh, I know them from from internet or from uh, videos or anything else. Some also of red eyes videos. Uh, every nationalist is looking red eyes, of course, on mm-hmm. Radio 314. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm really looking forward, I'm trying uh, to get acquainted personally with uh, with some of, of the other uh, actors. Sir.
0: Well, that'll be great. So, any closing words for nationalists that may be listening all across
1: okay. Europe? Okay. Uh, closing words. <laughs> Let's take it, the two most important pillars. I think cultural tradition, um, persisting customs, common values, uh, historical heritage, and uh, attachment by lineage. So to say everything, what we uh, Take with the term identity and the self determination of those to whom this before mentioned aspects apply. In other words, what we call with the term sovereignty. This should be the two pillars uh, of which political power should uh, arise. And these are two ideals, uh, two which are two pillars which for my opinion i think it's worth fighting for and uh, moreover we will succeed in what we do today networking networking networking
0: yes absolutely networking networking and making babies <laughs>
1: right? and, uh, yeah, of <laughs> big course, families I, I i tell my son uh, best greetings from lana lochtev uh, yeah he know what he has to do <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> go forth and multiply right that is yes. that, that is the message <laughs> all right yeah. sasha well thank you so much it's been a blast
1: great pleasure for me that having me really it was uh, the honor is on my side
0: sasha said it network 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 nationalists across the world it needs to happen in a big way and i'm confident that it will Reminder, Flashback Friday, our news and entertainment show streams live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And of course, there's Weekend Warrior released most Sunday nights available only for Red Ice members. Thank you for all your support. Although we've been banned from most major platforms, we're still going strong because of you. And although they're clamping down hard, that means a lot of unexpected and good things will naturally arise because the truth wants to come out and play. And we will be right there on that front edge leading the way. Thank you so much. Have a good day or night, wherever you may be in the world.